sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Ready to rock and roll for you. Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Glad to be with you from the KSHP studios in Vegas. On the Sports Grid Radio Network. Sirius Channel 204. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Great guests. Chuck Esposito back on the beam. We're excited to have a chat with Chuck from Sunset Station, our friends at Station Casinos. And Mark Lawrence from Playbook.com is always great fun. So here you are, midweek. Stevie, Stevie Slapshot's here. What's going on in here? I can hang meat in here. <clears throat> it's cold in here today. I, I'm, de- I'm dealing with others. I, my, What's your problem? Okay, it's the 24th of February. My spring allergies have already started. I got, I got the runny nose. I got, I go, I'm, I'm sne- hopefully I don't sneeze on air. Can you hopefully go back I'm, to the production studio? Yeah, yeah. So I'm so I'm a mess, and then uh, do you get it every year? I yes. Now I have been. Now I have. I have been. never and, been. Thankfully, I've never had allergies. But I will tell you, there's something. Did you have them before you moved here? N- no, not to this extent. And and for I don't know, 15 years, I didn't get them here. It's been I, recent. My entire life, never, ever, ever. Like a sinus headache or anything like that. I get those twice, three times a year. You know what it is, kid. We're we're breathing all the sand. Yeah, it's I'm, sand. Sam yeah. Kennedy, it's sand. <laughs> no, uh, no. You drive around the valley and you look in the distance. And go, yeah, that looks like a lot of sand in here. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, my windowsills and all that stuff. I got to vacuum that out every week. Um. So yeah, so it, it it's something, but I, I I do get the sinus headaches and I now get the allergies. Well, I hope you feel better. I, I appreciate it. It's just annoying, is what it is. The, the the nose won't stop running, and you're trying to do a radio show. That's not a good thing. And then you think it's funny, but it's not. Oh, oh two drink minimum. <laughs> and then and then the other thing, and they haven't started yet, but I know they're coming. The itchy eyes, and you just want to scratch them out of your head. It's just, it's yeah, awful. Yeah, it's awful. All right, well, hang in there. Thank you. I'm trying. Play hurt, will you? I, I'm trying, but I mean, it's a sports show. No, I'm a bit of a wimp. All right. Hey, listen. 24 hours ago. Yes. Actually, 24 hours and 30 minutes ago, we were on the air doing hour number one. Right. And it kind of started popping up on social media, like let me make sure this is a real thing. Right. And then the tiger thing. You know, we were on the air as this was all unfolding. Habit at 7:12 in the morning. Man, he is lucky. He is lucky to be alive. Let's start there. The injuries are grisly, uh, and you hope the surgeries went well and the rehab. And the first order of business for this guy is, is quality of life. I mean, honestly. I So 
I know that there's a, a really severe ankle injury in there. I don't, I'm not sure what the other leg injuries Compound are. Compound fractures. Okay. So no. the first thing I thought of when, when you're hearing all this, again, I can't, is Alex Smith. Compound okay, fractures right. are no joke. I mean, because infection becomes a real concern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, with any surgery, infection can be an issue. So we'll have to watch out for that, too. Uh, the one thing I did hear on the news last night that the first officer on the scene I watched that. Uh, it, uh, he, he, Tiger said, I'm Tiger, you know, and then the officer recognized who he was. And he also, he also said he was he was lucid. So there was no I'm, I'm glad to hear that there was no impairment, you know, that, that, that caused the problem. I'm, I'm guessing now he was, you know, maybe he was. He was no. He was very. He was late for a shoot, and he was rushing. Oh, okay. And they said he tore out of the hotel that he had left. Okay. He flew out of there because he was late. All right. And that is an a, a, a road that is historically a problem for accidents. And you always say, "Well, and we have them here too." You go, "Yeah." Well, why is it such a problem? Fix it. Fix the road. Blinking yeah. yellow lights. Yeah, yeah. Make the speed limit thirty. I mean, anyway. But the, the one thing though that. We did see well, how far the car, the vehicle traveled. That's the thing yeah. I don't get, and and we'll see what down the road the investigation to the accident. It would appear he never hit the brake. That's you know. That's what you know. But but like as early in the morning, it it, it almost looks like did a guy like did, did he fall asleep at the wheel and just was zoom, but never hit the brake. Right. But they said no, he ran out of the hotel and he was late and he was rushing, but. Here's the, the thing. But they didn't hit the brakes. All right. Here's the thing that can happen. It's happened to me before. You're coming upon something, and you go to hit the brake, and the hit foot the gas. Slip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the one thing, somebody said this yesterday, and I'm like, you know, it's not that big a stretch. Like, uh, I lease cars. I've leased cars my whole life. Mm -hmm. So we get a new car, like, every three years. It's the lease thing. It's, right. I got you. I'm telling you, when you first get the car, there's this learning curve. And this yes. car, has got, it's got the lane change thing. Where the, like, what is this? Like, if I don't hit the blinker. But even your own car. Like, I'm learning my new car. Right. And they were saying, you know, the lack of familiarity with a rental car. I mean, and you know what? I mean, there may be something to that. I've, I've been through that with a new car before. you gotta got to learn the car a little bit. So, yeah, so with a rental car, he's not, you know. Again, I don't, we don't know what happened. But hey, the bottom line is, I mean. Everybody's like, well, can he play golf again? My God, is it, can he walk normal again? Correct. Like, that's kind of where we are. All right, Chuck is going to join us. Says so it's Station on Sportsbook Radio. Glad to be with you. But Stevie Slapshot, I'm Brian Blessing, coming back on Sports Grid Radio Network and Series Channel 204. What is the winning edge? It's sports news you can use. And you can only get it right here. We are the sport. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As long as you can remember, there's only ever been one thing in your life that's been there for you. It's meant memory, family, friends. And yeah, we'll say it. Fun. Welcome to your home for talking sports. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, kids, back with you on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Series Channel 204 from the KSHP Studios in Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, Sportsbook Radio. I see you every day. <clears throat> right? Yes. 
it's funny. Funny. I talked to so many people that I haven't seen now for a year. But one of the guys that I do get to see on a semi-regular basis, thankfully, is Chuck Esposito from Sunset Station. And we go out there and we do the shows uh, on Fridays, most Fridays. And it's great to see him and Bruce Marshall and Andy Esco and Steve Carp. So I get to get to see, I get a little army of people I see. Everybody else is like on the phone. You don't get to see them. But I didn't see Chuck last week. I missed you, Chuck. You can't go away. I, I just got, you know, I've got a very small circle of people I see. You're not allowed to leave. There's tears in his eyes, Chuck. I, I'm verklempt. I, I can hear him, boys. I missed you guys, I too. missed you. It was, uh, it was uh, fun to get out a little bit, but I, I definitely missed you guys, too. All right, my friend. How about just wanted to get your take uh, on the Tiger Woods thing. Unbelievable. I mean, just the news when you hear it, it's, it's, it's a jarring thing. And not that we take them for granted, but when you see just the news coverage of the thing, you know, what, what he actually means. It's just one of those crazy stories where you're like, yeesh. Uh, I mean, you know, when you first heard the news, it was, you know, extremely scary. And, of, of course, you you think about Tiger and, and his family uh, right away. Uh, and then just seeing the, the magnitude of what occurred, um, just, you know, hopefully that, uh, you know, uh, I know the injuries are, are still severe, but hopefully that he'll, he'll be okay and uh, – um, you know, wish it, again, just thinking about him and his family, but definitely scary when you saw that footage. Yeah, well, you know, thankfully, he, he's going to get through this, and uh, it's all about quality of life for the guy. So, and it's always the weird thing to transition from something that serious, but dive back in. But the the world keeps spinning, Chuck. The funny thing is, with all that's coming up, we get the NCAA tournament, the NHL. Claude Julian got fired today. We'll talk about that I, with Montreal. You know, the the sports world keeps spinning here. The funny thing is, Chuck, this hit me today. We're only two weeks removed from it. Doesn't it seem like the Super Bowl was like three months ago? It does. I mean, it's really strange, but it does be. How much do we miss football? And the quarterback carousel is going to be such a big thing and all that's going to go on here in the offseason, Chuck. And I know you're already making plans and starting to work towards next year. By the way, on that front, I should mention very quickly, fans are coming back. And in Vegas, the Golden Knights are going to have 2,600 fans coming up in March that are going to be able to get back to their games. Uh, locally on Vegas Hockey Hotline, KSHP.com today, Golden Knights team president Kerry Bubols is going to join us. So we'll kind of dive into that. But there's there's the big news, Chuck, to see fans starting to come back to games, restaurants at 35%. The good news is the cases are dropping. Everything's trending the right way. Which means for you, you're. I know how. The, I know the drill. You start working on next football season five minutes after the last one ends, and we're hoping against hope, right, to get to all, back to all the fun functions. And if fans are going to be at games, that means books and events and things are going to be packed around here again. Yeah, that's the hope, guys. Um, you know, is there's been some encouraging news, and as soon as we kind of get that you know, kind of green light, and it's trending in the right direction. Um, you know, I, I would still love to be able to do our, our draft party, which has been kind of a, uh, a, a signature event for us here, and hopeful we can do something like that. And um, If not, knowing that maybe some of the, the Vegas Golden Knights, you know, postseason games, and maybe leading, that's kind of a teaser leading up until football season. But we're kind of ready to go. It's just uh, making sure that, again, everybody's health and, and, and well-being is, is first and foremost. Um, and then kind of taking baby steps from there. 
No, I hear you from from the kind of events and maybe things that we we partner together and do and people love and our little traditions. That would be great. But for the industry, for you, for all the station's properties, the next big one, Chuck, and I think the, the timing will be good as we find a way maybe to ease or transition back to a, a real sense of normalcy, will be the NCAA tournament. And people will love the fact that they get the, the weekday games and the morning, noon, and night nature of it. And and that might be a real day that you go, yeah, we kind of turned a corner here. Yeah, I think, you know, the we're still doing our last man standing. Uh, you can sign up right now for last man standing, our college basketball um, a tournament contest. Same format as in the past. We'll be giving away a hundred percent of the entry fees. It's always been a a fun and kind of staple contest, but we are. Last year there was no tournament, and it's such a great thing after Super Bowl and um, kind of the next big thing is this. We know the days are a little bit different this year. Uh, those first games are instead of Thursday, Friday, they're Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. The second weekend is Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. All the games are in Indianapolis and a number of different venues. Um, so there will be some different things going on. But, uh, but we're so looking forward to it, guys. And it's such a great time to have the mobile app. I mean, now you've got up to that $500 bonus going on. You can play all these games on different dates with more weekdays now uh, than we've had in the past, um, you know, from the comfort of anywhere you are in, in Nevada. So it's such a great time to get signed up and, and have the app, uh, especially as we approach college basketball tournament time. And, and baseball is not that far away either, guys. Hey, in the big dance, Chuck, it – with fans maybe now being able to show up, let's say the 5,000 Kentucky fans can go to the Kentucky game. Does that make Kentucky maybe a half point higher depending on – does it affect the lines depending on who they're playing? If, if I saw, I think if, was, if I saw I think right to the – But it's, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's a little trial and error. We're going to have to wait to see what the impact is. But but I would absolutely think that when you can get fans back there in, in your home stadiums like that, that it's definitely going to make a difference. That's the crazy thing, isn't it, Chuck? When you're you're trying to assign opening numbers, and what are you actually putting on on home court advantage? And like the, today, St. Bonaventure, it's an afternoon game. St. Bonaventure is playing Davidson, and the Bonnies at home were four and a half point favorites, one by twelve, I think. Now they go and play at Davidson, and Davidson is a two and a half point favorite in the game on their court, but fans are not part of this equation. Uh, I mean, when you're, when you're making a number and it swings that way, is it more, it's the second of a back to back and uh, a revenge, you know, it's, it's weird to try to develop an opening number in these rematches without the fans, because it's such a big component of the opening number. No, you're right. It is. And you know, a little bit for us, it's kind of like, it's, even though it's a rematch and it's so quick, it's, you're looking at it's a totally different game again and what transpired and, you know, how was it bet in the first game? So it does. I mean, it changes things, you know, quite a bit from, from our side of the counter, but you know, we're in an information era. The, the guests on the other side are extremely educated and following some of these trends and, and, and things that are going on in these back to back or rematch type games. So we're looking at it the same way, guys. And, you know, games are moved and adjusted a little bit, quicker and more differently than they have been in the past. We got about a minute and a half here, Chuck. And it's though if, if there's a lot on this, maybe there's a, it's a nothing burger, but if there's a lot. We'll, we'll revisit it in the next segment, but what, how are the conversations that you have with Armin Terrace, Jason McCormick um, in, in the team? 
and you guys huddle up and you're you're talking about hanging numbers. How are the conversations you're having now in college basketball, the NBA, NHL, whatever? How are the conversations about opening numbers? How are they different than they were a year ago? I, I guess the, the biggest thing is that there's so much uncertainty in in the information that can come out after an opening number number is posted. I mean, we, we always know that there's that possibility of an injury or something happened, but I think in today's world, that's even more magnified. So I think it's just more really guys staying in tuned with everything that's going on. Again, you can't stress enough, we're in an inv- information era. The guests are extremely educated and prepared, and it's really staying on top of that and knowing what the impact is um, to a player or multiple players that might be out on any team in any given sport. And it's really caused us to adjust and, and move games so much more quickly um, than, than we have in the past. Interesting stuff. More with Chuck Esposito. We invite you to keep it right here. Sportsbook Radio, KSHP in Las Vegas, the Sports Grid Radio Network, and Sirius 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Search is over. You found it. What you've been looking for. The definitive culmination of the state of the art of of sports sports talk. This is the winning edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, back with you here, Sportsbook Radio in Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, check his Pesitos, our guest from Sunset Station. Hey, it's lunchtime, pal. <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> John Smith Subs, 9701 West Flamingo. Every Friday, six inch subs, only six bucks. Every Tuesday, buy one sub, get one free. And our friends at Oasis, 4955 South Decatur. They'll be hooting and hollering for the NCAA tournament. 35% now. Kitchen's open 24-7. The gaming promotions, the machines at the bar, knock on wood, small businesses like that. Everybody's starting to turn a corner, so uh, that is certainly good news. It's good news for us when Chuck Esposito has time to join us. Let's start with Claude Julian. Chuck, getting the axe with the Canadians. I'd have lost that bet. He would have been far from the first coach I would have thought got fired in the NHL this year. Yeah, me too. I mean, he had, you know, we know he had missed some time last year. I think there were eight, two and two early in the season. And everybody was talking about, you know, how, how good they've been playing and, uh, um, you know, that they were a serious uh, a threat. And it, it just, it, it came really, really fast that they, that they moved on from, from him really, really uh, surprised that it happened so quickly. I know they haven't been playing, you know, as good of of late, but it just really was. Uh, to me, it kind of came out of left field. I mean, they're still. I mean, I think they're 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 nine five and four guys. I know they've lost three in a row, but playoffs started today. They'd be one of those teams, and they're only a you know a point back of the Jets, and and I think four points back of the Oilers. So they were they were right in the north, and I think better than what most people expected. Um, at this point for a very young team with some young, talented players. I'm curious, Chuck, as to what the next domino to fall will be in the NFL, but I wanted to ask you, particularly of Philadelphia and Miami, are they now set with their quarterbacks? Are they going to go with Hurts and Tua, or are they looking to bring somebody in for competition? I, I don't know, Stevie. I, I mean, 
I, I don't think any team right now outside of maybe a handful is set at quarterback. It's such a, a quarterback-driven league, and I think if you're you know, Miami, I think you have to make a decision. You're sitting in a really good spot to maybe be able to add a Devonta Smith um, to, to help out um, Tua. Uh, they had a lot of injuries at running back and, and some other positions on the on the offense at wide receiver and tight end that hurt them. But it depends where you think his development is. And I think the same thing with the Eagles. You have a new head coach there. Wasn't the guy that, that drafted Hurts. Um, have you seen enough from him uh, to be the guy? I think you, you look this year, and if it's, uh, if it's Zach Wilson or if it's Trey Lance or Mac Jones, um, you know, uh, we, we know that, uh, you know, who's going to go number one overall. But, but after that, I, I think it's, it's wide open. Uh, Justin Fields, you know, do one of these teams pull the trigger and, and make a change um, or at least get some competition in there? So I really don't know the answer to that, but I think that's why this year's draft and, and free agency and trades leading up to the draft is going to be fascinating. Um, I was out of town yesterday, and I'll tell you, boys, uh, I, I almost fell off my chair when a, a erroneous tweet came across that the Bears had acquired Deshaun Watson <laughs> for Mitchell Trubisky, Roquan Smith, two number ones and a number two. Um, my son and I were, were chatting about it. I didn't know if it was true because my phone wasn't lighting up like a like a Christmas tree. Would you, I couldn't find it anywhere else. Would you make that deal? It be true. Would you, but I was like, holy crap. Would you make that deal? <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, I would. Roquan was the tough, the, the tough call for me. Very good young linebacker. Really, really tough call. But I don't know. You know, at this point, you know, I really don't know, guys. It's going to be interesting to see if, if he does get dealt. Where Sam Darnold maybe goes. Where Marcus Mariota goes. Uh, you've heard already that Carolina's ready to move on from Bridgewater after that big contract. So it is, you know. Uh, this year is going to be quite interesting in the NFL for the quarterback position. Buddy, the quarterback carousel, but the draft itself, okay, I'm turning into father time and there's nothing I can do about it. Don't make a face, Steve, because you're as old as I am. Uh, But it used to be, I mean, the way back machine. Okay, top three draft picks, guaranteed to make the team, basically, because the coach would, you know, it's a morbid embarrassment if the third round pick didn't make the team. After that, all bets were off. Chuck, it is a different world now. When you have some deal or some guy gets picked up or it's a last-minute deal, and you, oh, yeah, you get a conditional fifth, and usually you go, big deal. I'm telling you, if guys know what they're doing now, these fifth and sixth-round picks, these are now guys, it's come down from the third round into the fourth, fifth, and sixth round, that those are actually the transition guys that help keep the core of a team and a transition of a team moving forward. My God, Chuck, we even see undrafted free agents not only making teams but making impacts. The draft is monster. I think think they have to now, guys. There's so much invested in maybe a handful of players, uh, especially at the quarterback position, and it's tough. I mean, we've seen – you know, you saw the Raiders have to move on from Khalil Mack a few years ago because they couldn't afford both him – and Carr at that point, and, and you look at the Rams now with what they have invested in, in say Donald, uh, Donald, and um, and Ramsey, and now Stafford, and other players that are coming up for deals. It is hard to to kind of maintain that, and uh, that's why you have to find those guys in the fourth, fifth, sixth round that are going to be guys that contribute. Um, and you know you see that all the time. And I think this year too, with the cap, you know, going to be in that 180 to 
185 million range that you're going to see a lot of veterans that are cut and there's going to be maybe some bargains out there but i think the draft even becomes more important and how ironic is that though that so many teams are looking to trade up to maybe have a shot at zach wilson or or trey lance or uh or justin fields and i think this year you're you're your your draft picks are going to be so much more important to you, but they're willing to part with them because it's a quarterback. So, hey, if you have one right now, like your Buffalo Bills do, you're in a really good spot. Hey, let me ask you, you guys are so cool to put that up after the trade, Matthew Stafford going to the Rams, and you put up 28-and-a-half touchdown passes for him. I see it now uh, over 28-and-a-half minus a quarter. Was that thing like minus a dime? Either way, I and it, mo- yeah, I think it was. And, and money's been a little like, on the over. Uh, yeah, it, it has. I mean, I think you you look at that, and and you know, a, a couple of years ago, you saw some of the numbers that um, uh, that they were able to put up there at, at quarterback, and and I think now you're you're thinking that uh, that, that you know, golf could do it, and I think you look at this defense and this system, and this is clearly a Sean McVay move. I mean, there's no question that his. Prince aren't all over this, that he wanted to go out and make that trade, and he needed a quarterback that he felt um, could open things up for that offense because they clearly have a Super Bowl-winning caliber defense, guys. So I suspect you'll continue to see some over money uh, with Matt Stafford on that prop. Buddy, when I see you Friday, I'm going to give you a high five or an elbow bump or whatever we can socially do, or an air, <laughs> an air hug, whatever. Sounds good. Uh, I, just want, I, want to, I want to congratulate you guys. No, seriously, you guys have made – a much bigger commitment to golf. And I've got the STN app in my hands. And you've got the WGC event. You've got the Puerto Rico Open. You've got the LPGA event in there. You've got Workday. Uh, the tournament's called the Workday at the concession. You've got props for that tournament. You've got matchups. You've got Masters PGA, US Open. Uh, all the majors odds up there. You've got Ryder Cup, three-way odds. Uh, hats off to you, pal, because I, I love the golf. I play the golf, and it's it's wonderful to see you guys have made, made that kind of commitment to it. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. It's, it's extremely popular. Guests love it. And, and, again, once we put something on the board, you know, it, it kind of uh, – that we see is appealing and getting play. We want to expand that overall menu whenever we can. Yeah, man, I know the one thing, they've got the, you know, future odds as the tournament goes on, and – our buddy Jeff Sherman over at the Superbook said, Chuck, and, and this will be really exciting, and I, I mean this, it'll be good for the books, it's good for the players. I think it's a gaming thing, and inroads are being made that they'll have that you could, like if a guy's 50-1 to one to win a golf tournament, you know, you can bet him at like 15 or 20-1 to one to make the top five. It's hard to pick the winner of a golf tournament. You know, it almost has that paramutual mentality to it. Okay, hey, you, you lost the main bet, but the guy who hit the top five, you win a little. What are they going to do? They're going to bet more sports, maybe bet horses, and bet next week's golf tournament. So yeah, you always got to be looking ahead. Yep, absolutely, B. It's a big part of it. And, you know, as we talked about earlier, not that far away from the tournament, not that far away from baseball season, and a lot more things will be on the board for both those two sports as well. All right, buddy. Back on the beam. You're in the saddle. You're ready. I can only imagine, as much as we missed you, I'm sure work missed you. Is there a big pile of stuff on your desk to do? <laughs> no comment, but all good, buddy. <laughs> they need you, man. You're no sec- comment. You're, all good. All you're good. secretariat, buddy. Now, listen. <laughs> 
<laughs> we we can't wait to see you Friday, buddy. We we missed you. I'm glad you got a little break. Uh, believe me, the end of a long football season, you get you gotta you gotta let the air out of the balloon for a minute or two anyway. Oh yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's always good to be back and. Uh, missed you guys, my team, and the guests as well. So look forward to seeing you guys in a couple of days. Bud, always a pleasure. We'll see you Friday. Thanks, Chuck. All right, boys. Have a good one. Thanks, man. Chuck Esposito over at Sunset Station. We'll be out there Friday with Andy Esco, Bruce Marshall, Steve Carpel. Swing on out there. Later today, we've got Kerry Bubals, Golden Knights president's going to join us on Vegas Hockey Highline. You can listen to that at KSHP.com. Fans back. I, you know, there's a lot of questions. I mean, all the information's in there, but it's, it's kind of confusing how, how to dissect how this all works. Yeah. I, if, if I'm a season ticket holder, I'm, I'm maybe I make a phone call. I just listen to the news and find out what what my what my chances are of being able to get into it. Uh, I will now. tell you this. It's funny. I was with a couple of guys last night. We had our little fantasy football season-ending little soiree. And a couple of the guys there were Golden Knights season ticket holders. You should have seen them. Their eyes were glued. And I'll tell Kerry Bubos, they're like, okay, what? how do I do this? What, what game? And, I mean, believe me, people want to go. They're going to pay for it, yeah. but they're going to go. We're coming back. It's Sportsbook Radio right here. Sirius Channel 204 of the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Back with you, Sportsbook Radio. From the KSHP Studios, Sports Good Radio Network Series Channel 204. Hey, if joint pain's keeping you down, you can bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. Y-U-Z-U. Uh, they've got gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions. My shoulder was barking last night. Honestly, I put the lotion on. Like, calm down. It's nuts. It stinks getting old. No good. But you can use the promo code BLESSING. Get 10% off your first order and free shipping orders of $100 or more at UzuCBDPlus.com. Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot with you. The fans back at game, Stevie. Knicks had fans. Vegas is starting to get fans. Fans at the Speedway. I'm hoping. I'm hoping everything's trending the right way. The vaccines are working. People have been smarter about the social distancing. And, oh, by the way, it's about to warm up. Yeah. And hopefully the people back east, it warms up a lot quicker. Hopefully. Fingers crossed, kid. What do you think? Uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I think you, you, have to be, you have to be cautious to a degree. We, we don't want this thing to start all, all over again. But um, I, I think, you know, Cautiously, we can gradually start to grow numbers of fans at games. I I, I like it. it does, now I I know that you like uh, the uh, the NC two A tournament. Will this affect how you? Depending on how many people get to get to be in there, does it affect your handicapping at all or no? Well, in, in Indianapolis, the one venue, I don't even know if it's defined yet, but they said they were considering five hundred fans. I think. Any crowd noise is a good thing. Mm-hmm. If you've not had, and not many people have had, 
the opportunity to go to. That's why I was very intrigued to go to some Golden Knights games mm-hmm. in a completely empty arena. Mm-hmm. But they're pumping this crowd noise in and the jumbotrons blaring. It's it's weird. It's it's the weirdest damn thing. And even with all that stuff, it would be great. Now that fans are coming back, it will be great to ask the the players. Even with a smallish crowd. Well, what they went and played Vegas played a game in Arizona that had three thousand fans. Some, yeah, some one of them, and a healthy number of them were golden, and, and they were like, "Oh my God, how different it was!" Right. But I would think even twenty six hundred nut bars making a lot of noise. Well, the the Bills in the uh, when they was the tail end of the year, and then the playoffs. I think they let they said sixty five hundred people in there. They said it sounded like. A lot more than that. And, in fact, they had an impact on the game, the one end zone. They think uh, the Ravens took two false starts deep in their own end. Think about that. These guys hadn't dealt with the crowd all year long, I even think, a small crowd. I, I think for these college basketball teams, depending on, again, how many people they allow in, if any, in, in Indianapolis to watch these games, it can make a huge difference. These, these kids have not played in front of anybody all year long it, even it doesn't matter the number if it's five hundred, a thousand, whatever it is. I think that's a huge difference to have people rooting for you. They're, I mean, that's a big kick in the shorts. I think. Well, the players have to manufacture the energy on their own. They, 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 even, they are now, but but even hearing like the oohs and ahs at the right moment of a game. Right. You, you know what I mean? Even even though it wouldn't be overwhelming. Players would still get a sense of that was a big moment, right? Because the because of the reaction of people, other than they're going like even when when you're there in a goal scored half the time they're like is that in? <laughs> well, again, in the college basketball, when you're making a run, again if it's five hundred, a thousand, whatever, those people get excited and get behind you. I think that can sustain the run, as opposed to with no fans. I, it, it, I, I, it could come to an end real quick because you, again, you're relying on your own energy, and there, there's some adrenaline flowing when, when you're playing well there for a stretch, in a college basketball game. But I, it's different. I, I think if you, if you have anybody behind you, you know, cheering you on, I, I think the run is more likely to be sustained. Yes, no, maybe. Yeah, I, I, and it, you got to start to slowly figure a way. You know, in terms of your formative opinion on how these games will unfold, it'd be like watching again to say, because like the Flyers last year, they were 25, 6, and 4 at home. I mean, they were okay. They were a 500 team on the road, Mm -hmm. but they were one of the better teams in the league because they were dominant at home. But does, so, and there were, was that before the pandemic or after yeah. the pandemic or the no, okay. leading all the way until the yeah, okay up until then, the shutdown? All right, and then oh, okay, and then they went to the bubble. All right, I I just but some even Pete DeBoer when they went and played in San Jose, you know he that was where he was for years. It was his first kick back up there. He goes, right. he goes. I'm trying to explain to Cody Glass and Coglin and the young kids, you know. It was a, kind of like a walk in the park playing up. But he goes, you have no idea how hard a building this is to play in. And we know the Golden Knights, they feed off the crowd. That was the first year. 
feeding off the crowd was one of the big part of the dynamic. I just, I just wonder in Philadelphia, for instance, if it was, if it was the crowd that that contributed to that record. I or... think Hart played extremely. Hart was dom a dominant goalie at home. Okay. And eh, on the road. All right, I I can see that he's a you know being a young kid he's going to feel a lot, a lot more comfortable uh, at home. I I but I I also wonder sometimes if and I know that all rinks are you know pretty much the same, but I wonder sometimes if you know just sight lines and the way the puck comes off the boards in some arenas and whatever if 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 you're used to that stuff and therefore you also play better at home. Well. I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, just the itinerary and the rhythm of the – if you're at home in a four-game set and do your morning skate, go home, sleep in your own bed. Mm-hmm. You get a good nap instead of maybe a guy he's on the on the road and he's got two hours to go take a nap and he's tossing and turning in a hotel bed. Right. We, you, we don't take – this is the one thing I – I the older I get, I'm more forgiving of a lot of things – and more willing to think of these guys as human beings more than just athletes. We move them around like chess pieces at the trade deadline. Families, they got kids. Some guys go to a new place and thrive instantly. Some guys, it takes over a year. Well, you want an example? Max Pacioretty here. Max Pacioretty now is what they thought they were getting. It took a year and a half to get it. Yeah. Look at Tyler Toffoli. He may have been hurt. But, this but, year with Montreal, he, he goes to Montreal in the, the first, what, three, four weeks? He's on fire, and now he has cooled off to a big degree. Well, that happens all the time. Sure. sure but we'll, so My old guy saying is water finds its level. After a trade, everybody's skating like their hair's on fire. Mm-hmm. Then then you become what you are. Yeah. I, I, and, and Toffoli is a streaky guy throughout his career. He he has ups and downs uh in you know year to year and in it within a given season. But oh by the way, you're fine saying he specifically has calmed down. But collectively the Canadians yeah. have swirled around to the point where their coach was fired too. Right. So it's more than the individual. No, no, I I just yeah he just came to mind cuz I, I know No, that, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um I I've re- I am surprised that they got rid of Julian at, at this time. I know that they've cooled off, but they're still in it. I and I don't know. And they, and this I, really leads to me believe is this not could this not be eerily similar to what happened to Gerard it, Gallant? Here, it is that you know. After everything they'd accomplished, they had a four-game losing streak. But they pulled the trigger on getting rid of him when they started a long eastern road swing. And it was like, there wasn't a four-game losing streak that that change was made. There was something much broader. And and I think it's coming to pass with the the Golden Knights or even now Bill Foley saying, well, we kind of knew. But it it was in the works that this early in a season – then this had to be in the works. I, I think so. I, I was just going to kind of pose that to you. I wonder if it was something last year and they, you know, the optics weren't good to let him go at that time. Now, uh, you know, what they've been through recently, 
um, they can go ahead and, and relieve him and say, okay, that's why we did it when, when that's not really the case. But you, you, you have to uh, – Montreal men in hockey, you've got to watch out with that fan base. Oh, yeah, but it, but it sounds like the interim guy, this Duchamp. Okay, I don't know anything Dominic about him. Ducharme, that, you know, Bergeron, the GM, says – you know, thank you. We read for everything you've done. Blah blah blah. Get out. Yeah, yeah. It's basically, mm-hmm. you know. But instead of it, just we're moving forward, and we just needed a change. The guy specifically mentions, "I've got great respect for these two men that I hold in high regard." But in Ducharme, we see a very promising coach who will bring new life and energy to our group. We feel that our team can achieve high standards. And the time had come for a change. This almost, it just sounds like, well, let's see what this guy's got to offer as the interim guy. It, it just, it reeks of, they were thinking about this before the thing even started this year. I, I, I think so. I, I think so. And right now, the, the, the way the, the Montreal coach is pulling, whatever he says, I'm good with. He, the, uh, I, I thought, uh, maybe like three years ago, there was a chance he was going to get relieved of his job. And now for the past at least a year and a half, two years, like everything he's done has been magic there. Think about the NHL, though. I think this is going to – when we always say the games change, like in January, yes. in a normal season, mm-hmm. I think things are starting to change. I'm noticing Slowly, yeah. the angst is starting to build up. Yeah. Is that yeah. fair? Okay, you're starting to see that. I can't wait for the next Colorado Vegas game. The, the, I, yeah, the, yeah, no, there was a little bite yeah. to the end of that game, and, yes. and the Bowen kid. So they got the license plate. We'll watch that down the road. But the other thing is, these guys. When your pride, if you're a professional athlete, mm-hmm. when your pride is put on the line, we've seen Calgary get whipsawed by. Edmonton mm-hmm. destroyed yeah. in a rivalry game. Went to Montreal and won, right? Mm-hmm. Ottawa got embarrassed by Toronto. What they do? They come back and beat Montreal, then beat them again. Yeah. So there's one of those things where these guys, in the scheduling and the situational aspects of this. Now, I would watch, what does Montreal do coming out of the gate with the new coach? You know, do they go on a tootsie roll? They play Winnipeg tomorrow. And they're actually a 20-cent favorite on the road. First game, new coach, Montreal, play on? Yeah. I, 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 a lot of times, and we, we don't know uh, whether this was any part of the reason, but uh, you know, players can get tired of hearing the same old thing from the same old guy. And now it's a breath of, breath of fresh air for them uh, with, the, with the new coach. I, yes, that works. That's a handicap. That's one of, one of the things I look at in handicapping games, yes. All right, Stevie Slapshot, Brian Blessing, we're with you in Las Vegas. Scott Farrell's coming up top of the hour on Sirius 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. We'll come back and put a lid on this edition of Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, back to put a lid on Sportsbook Radio. Scott Farrell coming up top of the hour 
on the Sports Grid Radio Network and on Sirius Channel 204. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, Mr. Injury Guy, what do you got, news and I notes? Got some, uh, I got some college basketball notes for you. Uh, Isaac Bonton, who is uh, Washington State's best player, has an ankle injury. He put something out on social media uh, thanking Washington State for all they had done for him that kind of sounded like maybe he was opting out for the rest of the year. Not the case. Uh, he'll be flying to uh, Arizona with the team uh, for games this weekend. Again, does have the ankle injury, is questionable on uh, Thursday, along with uh, Ryan Rapp, who has got a leg injury. Uh, Greg Powers has an Achilles. He will not play Thursday and day-to-day after that. All right, I'm, gonna, well, I'm watching for something tonight in the NBA. Charlotte's at Phoenix. I mean, the big game in the NBA tonight is Lakers, right? Lakers are at Utah. Utah's a nine-point favorite. Uh, Charlotte is at Phoenix, catching nine and a half. Phoenix is good, playing good. 225 against the total. But Charlotte had the misfortune of running into Utah after their first loss in forever. And I think if you go and look at teams that played Utah, in their next game, they fare pretty well. Okay, that makes sense. So after you get whipsawed by Utah, let's see if this is not something that we start to follow maybe on a regular basis to find a little edge here. Uh If Charlotte gets a bounce in their step because they're not – I mean – no knock on them, no losing to Utah. Right. But I think we've seen that where physical football teams play a team, you know, one week and the next week they got nothing left in the tank. Like we used to follow teams. I wonder if teams after playing Utah play better in the game after. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on that premise tonight, but see if it's a thing. All right. Now watch too though, if that team then goes to Denver because you're playing in back to back altitude cities. If they go from Utah to Los Angeles, say, I think they got a better chance. Of winning against Oh, clearly it matters, you know, who they're playing. Right. But the spread, my friend, is the great equalizer. I I understand that. I I, I think that's a good premise. You know, Utah's a really good team. You're going to take it in the shorts there and then come out of there and look to get revenge in the next game. Good job, Pally. Coming up next, Kerry Bubols, Golden Knights team president, is going to join us. Vegas Hockey Hotline. You can listen live. KSHP.com. There's a listen live function. Thanks for joining us. Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius 204. Live on. Lines. Matchups. Injury reports. And news you can use. Sports Grid. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network.